Hello and welcome to the Sports of Luke podcast. Today, I'll be taking a look at the career of one of the greatest pitchers of all time, Cy Young. I'll talk about how he got his nickname, his invention of a pitch, and why the number 25 and one-third is the secret number of the day. Enjoy the show. Denton True Young was born March 29, 1867. Gilmore, Ohio is where he called home. As a kid, he was known as Dent, or Farmer Young. He stopped going to school after the sixth grade to help out with the family's farm. Young played for many amateur baseball teams during his youth, including a semi-pro Carrollton team in 1888. He pitched and played second base. After that season, he received an offer to play for the minor league Canton, Ohio team, which started his professional career. During his tryout, Young impressed the scouts, recalling years later that he almost tore the boards off the grandstands with his fastball. Cyan got his nickname from the fences he destroyed using that fastball. The fences looked like a cyclone had hit them. A reporter later shortened it to Cy, which stuck with him for life. 1890, Cy Young signed with the Cleveland Spiders, and on August 6th of that year, he made his Major League debut, with a three-hit, 8-1 victory over the Chicago Colts. Early on, Young established himself as one of the harder-throwing pitchers in the game. It's been said that catchers used to put a piece of beefsteak inside their baseball glove to protect his catching hand from Young's fastball. We unfortunately don't know how fast Cy really pitched. He continued to perform at a high level during the 1890 season. On the last game of the season, Young won both games of a doubleheader, which is absolutely nuts to think about. It doesn't say how many innings he pitched those games, but I'm willing to bet it was the majority of both. That's one thing that was so different back in the day. Pitchers didn't come out of games. They just kept pitching even if they were getting rocked. Two years later after his debut, the National League, which was technically the major professional league back then, moved the pitcher's position back by five feet. Since 1881, pitchers had pitched within a box which his front line was 50 feet from home base, and in 1893 it was pushed back another five feet, yielding the modern pitching distance of 60 feet 6 inches. The 1892 regular season was a success for Cy. He led the National Leagues in wins with 36, ERA at 1.93, and shutouts with 9. 1895, Young added a pitch he called a slow ball to reduce stress on his arm. That pitch today is called a changeup. In 1901, the rival American League declared Major League status and set about rating the National League rosters. Cy left and joined the Boston Americans for a $3,500 contract, which is just over $105,000 today. He was dominant, earning the pitching triple crown, which is leading the league in wins, strikeouts, and ERA. Cy won almost 42% of his team's games in 1901, which was 33 out of the team's 79 wins. Before the 1902 season, Young served as a pitching coach at Harvard University. And I guess to some newspaper reporters, the sixth grade graduate teaching Harvard students was funny. The following year, he coached at Mercer University in Georgia, winning the Georgia State Championships in 1903, 4, and 5. The Boston Americans played the Pittsburgh Pirates in the first Modern World Series in 1903. Young started Game 1, which means he threw the first pitch at the first World Series. The Pirates ended up scoring four runs that inning, and he ended up losing Game 1. But he came back and won two more games as Boston won the first World Series. After one-hitting Boston in May of 1904, Philadelphia Athletics pitcher Rube Waddell taunted Cy to face him so he could repeat his performance against Boston's ace. Three days later, Young pitched a perfect game against Waddell in the Athletics, the first perfect game in American League history. Now, for those that don't know, a perfect game means that you only faced 27 batters the whole game. You didn't give up a single hit or walk. 
A perfect game is a no-hitter, but a no-hitter isn't always a perfect game. A no-hitter still counts if a batter gets on from a walk or an error. But a perfect game is its namesake, perfect. To put it in perspective, since 1901, there have been 299 no-hitters officially recognized. There have only been 23 perfect games in that same time span. It's time for the secret number of the day. The secret number of the day is an obscure or interesting fact from Sai's career. Today's secret number is 25 and one-third, and the number takes us to 1904. Young's perfect game was the centerpiece of a pitching streak. Young set major league records for the most consecutive scoreless innings pitched, and the most consecutive innings without allowing a hit, which is 25 and one-third, which that last record still stands today. In 1908, Young pitched the third no-hitter of his career. Three months past his 41st birthday, Cy Young was the oldest pitcher to record a no-hitter, a record which would stand 82 years until some 43-year-old named Nolan Ryan surpassed it. Young eventually was traded back to Cleveland and won his 500th career game in 1910. September 22, 1911, Cy shut out the Pittsburgh Pirates 1-0 for his last career victory. In his final start two weeks later, the last eight batters of Young's career combined to hit a triple, four singles, and three doubles. Talk about a way to go out. In 1912, Cy lived and worked on his farm. In 1913, he served as a manager of the Cleveland Green Sox of the Federal League. That was his last year working in baseball. In 1937, 26 years after he retired from baseball, Cy Young was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was among the first to donate mementos to the Hall. November 4, 1955, Cy Young died at the age of 88. He was buried in Paoli, Ohio. Young retired with 511 career wins, which remains the record for most career wins by a pitcher. This is one of those records that won't even be close to being broke anytime soon. Cy's career is seen as a bridge from baseball's earliest days to its modern era. When Young's career began, pitchers delivered the ball underhand and fouls were not counted as strikes. The pitcher's mound was not moved back to its present position of 60 feet 6 inches until Young's fourth season. And he did not wear a glove until his sixth season. Young led his league in wins five times, finishing second twice. His career high was 36 in 1892. He had 15 seasons with 20 or more wins. In 1956, one year after Young's death, the Cy Young Award was created. The first award was given to Brooklyn's Don Newcomb. Originally, it was a single award covering the whole of baseball. The honor was divided into two Cy Young Awards in 1967, one for the National League and one for the American. On September 23, 1993, a statue dedicated to him was unveiled at Northeastern University on the site of the Red Sox original stadium, the Huntington Avenue Grounds. It was there that Young had pitched the first game of the 1903 World Series, as well as the first perfect game in the modern era of baseball. To this day, Cy holds eight all-time pitching records. Wins, losses, games started, complete games, innings pitched, hits allowed, earned runs, and batters faced. Some of these aren't the greatest records to hold, like the most earned runs or the most hits allowed, but it just goes to show you how much he pitched back then. The teams did not have as many pitchers back in the day, and usually the pitchers stayed in the whole game. It's so uncommon to see pitchers now have complete games. I'm not saying they're wimps or they aren't able to do it. 
we've just figured out through many years of trial and error that it's better to get the struggling pitcher out of touch situations rather than them get out of it themselves. Also, there are better relief pitchers nowadays compared to back then. When it's all said and done, Cy Young will be remembered for as long as there is an MLB with a Cy Young award. It's unfortunate there wasn't an award for best pitcher when Cy pitched. I wonder how many he would have won. Thanks for listening to the Sports of Luke podcast. Have a player you'd like to be the next subject? Let me know on Instagram and Twitter at Majerus underscore Luke. Keep an eye out for next week's episode where we talk about the kid, Ken Griffey Jr.